0: Hey, y'all. I'm Landon from Landon Talks, and you're listening to The Libby O Show. How did she do it? Do it.
1: show what's going on everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the libio show i am so thrilled to have this next guest on the show we are doing more talking than usual and that's because we have landon bryant also known as landon talks on the show we're going to be talking everything and anything that you want to know about southern context culture and i have just So loved following you on Instagram and your videos um, about the South and about your experience growing up in the South. Um, How are you? Welcome.
0: Good. I'm so glad to be here. Arranging this with you was like talking to a friend that I already knew, so it sounds like we know each other already. So excited to be here.
1: I'm so glad you're here. Um, We have to bring up first that you're going to Dollywood soon,
0: which is we were trying
1: to plan around that.
0: Yeah, we were trying to, we were gonna try to hop from Dollywood to Nashville, but it just like didn't, didn't didn't make it happen. But one day, one day we'll be in Nashville.
1: Is this the first time you've been to Dollywood? Or
0: I've been to Dollywood as a child, but I don't even think I was old enough to ride the rides, or either I was too scared to ride the bigger rides. <laughs> so it'll kind of be like a first experience for me. So that's exciting. But my bringing my kid, and my wife, is gonna be a great time.
1: Oh, fun! I'm so so thrilled um for you and Dolly. I mean, obviously is. Such an amazing person. And, exactly. you know, is I feel like if I don't know, it's just like your staple Southern true down-to-earth person that we all look up
0: to as Southern She's people. got it all. She's got it all. And this is actually part of an elaborate plot to get me close to her. I just want her to notice me one time. And so I've got the Dollywood partnership situation. And then in the book, they were like, who, I've got a book situation. We'll talk about the book later yes. on. But they were like, who would you want? And I'm like, Dolly Parton. Any, anytime anybody's that who wants to collaborate, I'm always like Dolly Parton. So one day, just one day, but I'm getting closer and closer.
1: Closer and closer, and that kind of made me think of the the library. She has the Dolly Library, I think, exactly. still. Uh, so let's all send up our prayers.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> That'd be really cool. So I've obviously like read a little bit about your story and have listened to a couple other interviews and how you know this whole idea of Landon Talks came to be. So can you kind of share for more of my viewers um, just how that conversation got started and what led you to focus in on making a space specifically for conversations about the South that's a little bit more in depth than just this is we say this or we do this?
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I owe most of the creation of this this channel to my wife because as you can tell, I talk a lot, obviously. And one time I was just like steady talking at her, just like talking at her. And after I finally stopped, she was like, you know, you should tell your stories to Instagram, like to reels and things like that, and people would like it because you're funny, and so that was a nice way of her asking her asking me to please stop talking at her, talk to someone else, and <laughs> so it's all you guys now. Now y'all have to deal with it. Uh, but that's really where the idea came about. So I told the story of Walmart High School, which is quite fascinating because they put us in a Walmart, an old Walmart building, when our school got blown away by a tornado, and there were many adventures ensued at Walmart High School. So I told that story, and that got people's attention. Obviously, Walmart High School, right? Yeah. But in that, in the series of Walmart high schools that I did, I said some Southern things that I didn't realize were Southern and people asked me about them and I had the thought and we had the thing, well, let's discuss, I think fix to maybe possibly it was fixing to, or bless yes. your heart, something along those lines. And that started the discussions. And then it just turned into this whole thing. It blew right up. And now it's like, there's so much to discuss about that. We've got so much to discuss about. So it just grows and grows and people give me content ideas and the comments in the, my messages. Also, I can just like walk at my door and the content is like literally everywhere. So it's turned into this whole celebration of where we are and where we're from. And it's really surprising. And it, I'm really, really pleased to get to do something like this that is celebrating like the people that I love. It's like a love letter to, to the people that raised me and the people that I'm around and all the ridiculous things that we do.
1: The ridiculous things. I've talked to my mom a lot about how we do the boast because we care so much about celebrating things, making things a big deal. And like so much of that is in the language of Southern culture, just as much as the actual things. Like, I think there was a, my mom was telling me about like a fire ant festival one time that like we didn't have time to stop and go to, but like just the thought of that being something Mm -hmm. in the South that's so completely random, but they do it up.
0: I believe it. And it, th- there's probably a fire ant festival queen. <laughs> probably is. Yeah. There's a sash somewhere that says fire ant festival queen. I know it.
1: Sash probably mm-hmm. has to like light some candles.
0: <laughs> probably. Yes.
1: <laughs> Burn some sage. Um, okay. So the Southern context and the culture and the the videos that you post, I've heard you say a lot that it just creates this really positive community amongst people from all backgrounds, which is honestly refreshing in this day and age to go. <laughs> on a creator's profile and be like, this is just fun. Everyone's just having fun and we're all respectful of each other. And so I just want to hear just more of your experience of being able to kind of lead that type of community and like, you don't know what you've learned.
0: Well, it is very surprising to me. <laughs> it's very surprising. Like yeah. I'm so surprised with that. And that's the most delightful part of this for me, honestly, is the community that it's built. And honestly, if you're coming to my page, I try to be funny and I try to do my best to talk about stuff that's relevant, but the comment section is where it's at. Like There is hours of entertainment in the comment sections of these videos. Like some of them, even one of the videos alone, is just hours of entertainment about it. It's hilarious. But I've somehow kept it respectful. And I think it goes back to I was a teacher and I taught four year olds through sixth graders. And there's this whole thing in education where you don't say you try not to be negative with like your behavior correction. So instead of saying like no running. We would say, like, respect the space and respect each that kind of a thing. And so the language that you use and also I always made kindness a huge feature in my classroom, like even we would practice being kind where we're not saying anything but something kind. So, like, if you want to say that's a yellow shirt it's well, a lovely yellow shirt, that kind of stuff, like ridiculous, just like practicing <laughs> being kind. So I feel like that just kind of translated over to here. And I think that explaining things puts me in teach teacher mode. And i kind of teach to the four-year-olds which where we're just trying to keep our bottoms on our stools most of the time was what i would do is just like teach to that level and i think that translated over here on accident and the culture of kindness but also it's like really funny to present things as like if this is going to be controversial now but we're going to be nobody's going to be acting ugly i think that draws people in but then i think once that space was there I think people are tired of being ugly to each other. Being ugly is. <laughs> I think people are tired of it. I think people are like ready to move to a less divisive space. And I think honestly, real people—if we all got together, which it seems like we're all coming together at this table—are not ugly to each other. We're tr- all trying to be huh. kind, and so it's a space that promotes that. And that's my favorite part of this. Is that's my favorite part of all people from all over the world, not just like different people here. It's people from different cultures entirely talking about their experiences that are shared even, even similar to the South. So it's a beautiful space. It really is.
1: Really beautiful. And also too, that kind of makes me think about just how it creates a lot of connection and Southern culture, I feel like does that really well. We come up with ways to create connection with people. Like we want to sit down and we have a, want to have a conversation. We want to have a story Mm -hmm. behind this, like family recipe that we've had for years. Even if it's like a really, really simple story, it's important that it sticks around, you know?
0: For sure. For sure. I think it goes back down to community. Community Mm -hmm. was so important because that you like were with each other. That was, that was all, the world was so small. And I think that it comes down to that, taking care of each other and being around each other. That was the good parts of the day.
1: Yeah. Um, So talk about like where you're from now you're from Mississippi, but talk about the town where you're from um maybe something about it that's like really unique that maybe people don't know
0: well i'm from Laurel, mississippi in which you may have heard of on hgtv there's a show called hometown Aaron and ben napier have made the show about the town so it's like a really very idyllic little place they call it like the stars hollow of the south and growing up i always thought it was real cute that was the whole thing we were like this is vibes right (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and it was, it <laughs> turns out it was, it was, but it was just like more rundown and there weren't things in the the buildings downtown. Now they're full of like life and activity. It's a whole thing. It's beautiful, cool. but that's where I'm from. And it's a wonderful place to be. My wife is from here. We grew up, I've known her since second grade. It's just a whole small town vibes and it couldn't be really better than, than, than it is. It's really a great place to live and for my kid to grow up
1: wonderful and your wife actually um is an artist too and I've looked at her paintings and they're so beautiful they're stunning
0: she, she is she's like much more talented than me all around even like I was like I'm gonna be an art teacher and she was like I'm gonna be a fine artist and I was like okay, <laughs> okay. And she, she did and She's so good at it even her her art she just painted one painting that was six portraits for the HGTV show for one of the one of the people who bought the houses so it's hanging in one of those houses and she was all on HGTV it's a whole thing she shows me up continually and that's one that she does it she just finished a painting today and usually I don't believe her when she's like I'm done because that's not true there's another like three or four weeks left she always comes back and like adds more even though it looks great to me she just finished one today so it's a celebration of stuff and it just looks so good I get to live with them for like a little while and then they go away
1: really take it in and experience (laughs) experience it um, let's see. Okay, so I want to get to actually discussing some th- some things in the South um the the language I I read I read an article where you talk about obviously like the language is a massive part of of the southern culture. And so um kind of talk about your process of that. So like do you immediately notice things or did do, do people point them out to you or like how does that work now that you have kind of like immersed yourself? into creating content for this like how do you do you just kind of let things come to you or like how I does just that... let
0: it's it's a combination of all of it like people will I'll say one topic on there and then people will comment something you well you got to talk about this now and I, then I'll be like add that to the list So I just have a, on my reminders app on my iPhone I just have this long list. I mean it's so long any idea or thought that comes to my head or anybody said I just pop it in there and then I just scroll through it I usually go bother my wife, and I'm like, "What should we talk about?" And she'll give me tenor so great ideas. I'll be like, "None of that," and go do something totally different. <laughs> just being obnoxious, and that, and it just comes from that. So I try to batch film one at of time and like get a, get a few topics going, so I'm ahead of that. But the top, honestly, just literally, they will walk into my house. Like for instance, the other day, my grandma walked in here, and I was like, "Well, how are you doing, grandma?" And she said, "Well, I'd have to feel better to die," and I was like. <laughs> yes hold on let me write that down <laughs> you know immediately like it just, just literally walked in the house I didn't even do anything it and I showed up so it's everywhere it's but it's just the perspective that you have about it and um it's just like looking at it from an outsider perspective oops excuse me I had bumped my my camera stand but it's just looking at it from an outsider's perspective and thinking about like somebody who's not from here what does that look like it's also just being very observational and I feel like I've been very observational my whole life just to make sure I was saying things right and doing things right and looking the right way. All that kind of stuff definitely has impacted how I view the world around me. And now now it's like one big treat. Everything is like, it's turned everything into like a treasure hunt. Like literally every day, any family gathering I go to, it's like, what am I going to find here? What am I going to hear my father-in-law say? It's all exciting.
1: (laughs) I feel like I get stuff from my parents all the time, especially my dad, because I I was born in his hometown and it's, I would consider it kind of like a Mayberry, like Andy Griffith type town. town. Yes. So they'll say things are like, I remember it was like last, I think it was last summer. They were so excited to invite me to join them um, at like the monthly like farmers club gathering. Excellent. (laughs) And I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." And my mom's like, "Your dad, your dad really wants you." I was like, "Okay, I'll go." So we, we walk in, and it's like this, like o- just old White House building or whatever. No AC. We all sit there. They give like updates on like agriculture and like how you can donate and everything. And there's like pictures of like George George Washington on the wall, and, like a Lincoln. I'm like, <laughs> did they print this off Google?
0: <laughs> and they did, probably. <laughs>
1: pledge of allegiance and then you walk in and you get like barbecue and you eat it on styrofoam plates and you look up at the wall and there's a massive 10 commandments yep. <laughs> Like,
0: all that and, sounds very familiar
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just remember sitting there going where am i right now but i'm gonna like take note there's so much there's so much storytelling i feel like there's
0: so much of that i've woken up i've like woken up so many times in locations and i'm like hold on we got this went too far we <laughs> we went too far <laughs> into the country and here we are at a watermelon festival <laughs> i did not mean to be at the watermelon festival with the watermelon queen but here we are
1: here we are we but watermelon it. is great. <laughs> watermelon is that watermelon is one of those things i feel like And it is great <laughs> for sure what would you say is like your favorite movie or book i mean you're a teacher, so what is like your favorite example or like art art form? Whether that be like a movie, book, TV show that you feel like best represents Southern culture, or maybe like how you experienced it.
0: Okay, so there's different levels of it, but Still Magnolias is the general vibe of the whole South. If you watch the movie, Still Magnolias, right? Um. That is that's it right there. All of it. South is even like a little bit morbid sometimes. People (laughs) leaned into those kinds of things. But the way those ladies run everything, they're the ones in charge. The way they talk to each other, the way the beauty shop is the center of the society, all of it. The -hmm. way even blush and bashful coming up as colors of pink, like all of that is very southern. The whole thing is just extremely southern. But then if you want to get more like highbrow and literature, like I love to read like Zora Neale Hurston because it's just a different time in the South and she's so wonderful. But if you're looking for like how I grew up and how the South that is like today, what it came from, it's still Magnolias and like designing women. That's kind of like those ladies, you know, the the sugar bakers. bankers.
1: So good. So, so good. I wish they would come out with like another show like that or just like sitcoms from just from the past,
0: you know? I agree. And I heard they're redoing Golden Girls and I just can't find a way to weasel my way into being a golden girl as I'm not a girl. But I would I think they could fit me on the show somehow. Like, I don't know. I really, I think me and Blanche could be related in a way, yes. you know, like, I don't know. Somebody needs to call them. So I'll let them know.
1: Well, we'll, we'll publish this interview and be like, hey, um, <laughs> so I think you need to cast an extra person. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just change the plot. It's about me now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: What was... I feel like this is probably an ambiguous question, but so far, what has been your favorite? Um, I don't know, Southern food or saying that you have had to record and create
0: context around it.
1: Like what has been your favorite one?
0: The food is so much fun because people have opinions about food and you better not talk about mayonnaise. If you aren't ready for all the mayonnaise people to come out like that is it right there. But the one I was the most excited to share about, honestly, I got in trouble for the dev- deviled eggs. Cause I mentioned Ritz crackers, which was like this one time thing. I saw Ritz crackers on a deviled egg once. And I just like accidentally said that out loud and ruined people's whole days. Anyways, the deviled eggs controversy. I had a grits controversy in that anyways, moving forward. My favorite one, which was really controversial as well, because it involved mayonnaise, was a banana sandwich, (laughs) because I used to love banana sandwiches growing up. And I just wondered how people felt about it. So I even at the beginning of that one was like, listen, I don't want y'all to be mean to me, (laughs) because I'm really, I'm nervous to tell y'all about this, but there's banana sandwiches, and they have mayonnaise on them sometimes, you know, so that was so fun to share, because I feel like that's like, it's ridiculous! That's a ridiculous food item. Is a banana sandwich like bananas, mayonnaise, and bread? Is that's outrageous? And it was outrageous, and people did feel that it was outrageous. But we were respectful because that's what we do in the com- <laughs> comments. We but just, I think that I think that's so southern and hilarious to banana sandwiches.
1: I feel like banana sandwiches is along the same lines as, and I'm blanking on the name of it. It's some sort of. I think it's called fruit salad, but it has like marshmallows in it and fruit. Um, ambrosia. And like, yeah oh, i can't like ambrosia. but it is a delicacy yeah. to some people but to me i'm like
0: no oh. exactly. but exactly
1: you respect exactly try
0: it it. It, it it is there though and that's what's been fun about this is like recognizing the things that are there that are at the, there is ambrosia sometimes on on the table like there will be ambrosia at a covered dish if you aren't very careful you'll get the ambrosia that's the yeah. whole thing
1: like, you think it's something else. It's not that. It's just, it's, it's a mystery. <laughs> um, Speaking of food. So thanks to my mom again. She s- randomly one day sent me a screenshot of something from some Facebook group. She's a part of part of there are
0: some Facebook groups, aren't they? They're really something
1: <laughs> they are really, they are community community. So someone wrote this one day, I'm going to read part of it says, okay, y'all dot, dot, dot. The ketchup debate is over and done with. Heinz. the slow one, being my choice, 100% when I have a choice. Now I like mustard too, mm. but I have come to the delu- to the delusion that mustard is mustard as long as it's yellow. I've tried them all, and they all taste too similar to make a difference to my taste buds. The deciding factor in mustards are price and container shape for the refrigerator. Any old yellow mustard, like the Wally World brand, works just fine and is cheaper. <laughs> I mean, more economical. Uh, those spicy mustards are for special events, of which I seldom have, but have some in the fridge in case someone asks for them.
0: That whole <laughs> thing was gold. We had Wally World. We had having specific mustard mustards in the fridge just for somebody else, not for yourself, looking out for other people. But the mustard, the tea... At the end of mustard, that is an interesting thing. And it does happen here. What happens is we will drop the end of a word, like totally cut it out. Just like pretend it isn't isn't there. And so I feel like what happened is somebody a long time ago dropped the D and then that T just feels good. Almost like if you're saying like the Kroger it's the Kroger's or the Walmart, it can be the Walmart. And that just feels a little bit better. That K feels a little bit better. Mustard feels a lot better than mustard if you're really going for it.
1: If you're really going for it. And honestly, he's not apologizing for it. He has continued to eat. Ye- We're like, we don't we don't have to. No one told us we had to add the deed. I Someone a long time I ago. To-
0: exactly. There's no apology for it. And that's what's been fun about the language too. Like not apologizing for saying might could and used to could and used to couldn't. <laughs> it's fun. And mustard is fun. And it's cultural. It's our culture.
1: Yes. And like you always say, it adds flavor, which is what we exactly love here. Um, uh, a question from an audience member or just audience member. I'm like, sound like I'm 90 <laughs> from an Instagram follower, uh, wants to know your favorite Southern dish and or cocktail.
0: Okay. My favorite Southern dish is gotta be, I mean, it's really hard to be like, okay, this is really basic, but cornbread, like cornbread and turnip greens, but any, what we're going to be talking about very soon on the channel it's like i love cornbread and milk and that's really something like have you ever done that before have you ever no, heard of it I'm not, I've, I've heard of it okay. but i've never done it well my great grandma used to do this and she would even put hers in buttermilk but after you've had dinner like the snack a late night snack what would be like you take a piece of cornbread and put it in a glass and then pour milk over it and eat it like it's cereal almost that's it right there and that sounds i know what that sounds like but it's really good it's, it is really good even people will put onions like a literal raw onion in there and eat the raw onion. I've never, I don't know how they eat it. Like if they chop it up and eat it, but I've heard of that too as well, but I do love a good cornbread and milk. I love good turnip greens. You can't beat like home cooking, fried chicken, chicken and dumplings, all that kind of the stuff. I put it all in one category, I guess. Oh,
1: my Just God, grandma. Food. Grandma is totally is. Grandma food. <laughs> I feel like um, chicken and dumplings is my sister's favorite. Like that was always it's- her thing.
0: That's for real. And if you can get a good dumpling going, then you've got it. If you can master cornbread, then you can master like the dressing for, Mm -hmm. for, but it's like steps. And if you can do dumplings, then you really, then you probably can master the cornbread. So it says a lot about you. If you can master the chicken and dumplings.
1: Yeah. Master like truly like, I don't know. That's another like thing is we go as far
0: as to make sure that it's done just right when it comes to exactly right. Please don't change it. For next year. This is the recipe that we do. There should be no alterations. That's for your own home. Like this, you don't bring that over here. This needs to be the same deviled eggs they were last year.
1: Yes. And I feel like too, with just I remember like as a kid, like church picnics, there are like your like once a month thing where you go and like have lunch. It was like a potluck thing. Everyone knew and it kind of went without saying who was tasked to bring what. So like the same woman that made the mac and cheese. She was the one that made the mac and cheese. Nobody else made mac and cheese for her. Exactly.
0: There's a hierarchy to it. I feel like mm-hmm. you have to work your way up the hierarchy and it comes with trust. And if you mess the trust up, it's done. Like you're, you are fully on drink duty, but not even sweet to duty. Cause that's the whole thing, but like paper plates, paper napkins, that's where you're going to be. Maybe even bring the chips. So you've got to be careful unless you want to be there. I, sometimes it's good to be there because it's less pressure, but yeah got to be careful. Do not come in here with something that's not supposed to be like the mac and cheese is a specific way. And it, it, that'll only happen once. It'll just happen one time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Literally one time. We should call it solo cup probation.
0: It is the solo cup. The red cup, red cup probation is a whole a whole country song.
1: <laughs> it is 100% that. Let's talk about that book you're writing on
0: or you're working well, that on. That's very exciting. So I'm so excited. I signed to deal with Hachette. And they are working with me. We're making a book. It's going to be named Bless Your Heart, colon. There'll be like some things underneath the colon. We're working on the the working title. But it's basically going to be a very fun kind of extension of what I'm doing on the internet, but with a little bit more research behind it, but a guide to the South. So like each chapter could stand alone on its own. And you could just read about hierarchies at a covered dish. Or or we can read about weather weather in the South and that kind of a thing. All the stuff that'll be there in the book. So if you're from the South. It's going to be a hilarious look at our customs and traditions. And if you're not from the South, you're going to have a hilarious look at our cultures and traditions from the outside perspective and maybe learn a little bit. I think it'll be fun to see for people like what is Southern a lot of times that we don't realize is Southern if you're from the South. And then people who aren't from the South, it should just be like the wackiest dictionary glossary that you've that you've seen. So that will be very excited. I'm so excited about it, though. It's going to come out in March of 2025. And it'll be right in time for Mother's Day, I believe. And it's gonna it's gonna be so fun.
1: Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. I bet it's just Thanks. been so cool to like be on this. Is it felt like a just a whirlwind of like
0: wild, just a whirlwind. Every day is so weird. I um don't believe myself a lot of times. I have to go be like, did you just hear that? To my wife, sometimes you heard that meeting. Um, and every time I open my phone, it's absurd. It feels a lot like I made it all up <laughs> every day, <laughs> but. But here we are and it's really great but this is all since february march so it's very quick and it's really a lot and i'm really grateful for every single moment and i have to say that i have to say thank you to aaron aaron napier for helping me through this process when i first like started getting offers and things like that i reached out to her and she's helped me navigate the whole thing and put me in, in touch with the people who know how to navigate and that's the most valuable Thing to have is people on your side. So it's been really nuts, just that's, just nuts.
1: Yeah, insane. And yeah, having those the right people around you makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. And to kind of help you navigate, like what you what what you need to focus on, or like how to continue making this fun amidst the chaos. Because granted, like you started this because a, it's true to you. It's not something you fabricated. It's something that's literally you, and you enjoy it. So it's like we have to keep that keep that fun alive and keep. Keep that I agree. Out.
0: And I, I think that's a big part of the success of it is the genuineness of it. I think the moment it's not genuine, people are over that. And I think that is what is the key to it is that it is me. And, it's, and, and I think that's another key to it is that I'm able to sort of not poke fun at this stuff, but like, I'm not making fun of it because it is me as well. And I think that makes it a comfortable place. Like I'm also very guilty of the gossip prayer line request line, you know, like I will <laughs> what, is it?
1: <laughs> what is it about the prayer chain that like so whenever my mom would get like call she always like sometimes she would have it where like it wasn't on speaker and she had to like listen to it to herself she goes i have to like listen to the prayer chain right now or it was just on speakerphone and we just heard everything and half of it you're like i don't know if that should have maybe it's not me to judge maybe i should have made it
0: it's just the chance this is your one chance that you can gossip and let everybody know this stuff and nobody can be really mad at you and we will talk about it later but it's the time you get to be as nosy as you can be so go for it that's the that's the time it's it's like approved nosiness is the prayer and it's just an attitude it
1: (laughs) is or if like somebody you could tell like I've noticed I was like that person I think just wanted attention
0: (laughs) definitely well, and you got it and we are intrigued. Let us know more. We want to know more. Don't be ambiguous with the prayer request. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we don't me. want anonymous prayer requests. We want to know what's going on. Do not be it's like there's me. something on your heart that will it's on our heart, too. And we want to know
1: <laughs> it's on our heart. It's not unspoken, because what we're going to do is we're going to call someone that knows you down the street. and We're going to be like, hey, did you get the prayer chain call?
0: So and, and that so- re- Exactly. This is another point. It, this is your PR opportunity. This is your chance to steer the PR of this. So you might as well just come out strong and make the make your statement known and let it all know you've controlled the narrative. Because if you don't, Sister Bertha Better Than You is going to. <laughs> <laughs> is that was you says,
1: Sister what? <laughs>
0: Sister Bertha Better Than You. And that like really dates me as somebody who watched this comedian, Ray Stevens, growing up. He had a character named Sister Bertha Better Than You. And it was really funny to me always because I know her. I mean she's fictional but I know her
1: but she's the one that shows up to the hospital immediately gathers everybody to get like if you're if you need something she'll, but it's because she's better
0: well and she also wants to know that's what also why she's there <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wants she wants in on the deets I love it um, anything that people can look forward to in the next couple of weeks I know you're obviously you're going to Dollywood and I don't know if you can share like kind of more about that but like just kind of what yeah. you're looking forward to with that trip. Anything that people should be looking out for, maybe a hint at something that you're that you're working on.
0: Well, I'm very excited to get to come and meet people where y'all are and not just talk to this glass box. So I've got some opportunities to come meet people in person at places like Dollywood and things like that, but something I'm really excited about is Mm -hmm. some merch coming up there is a company called lingua franca they're a luxury brand so it's really something that i've no business being a part of but i'm very excited to be a part of it but they are really awesome and they put their they do um hand stitched sweaters so it's all like made in america type of a situation and literally hand stitched by these awesome people who are paid well for it but sayings right so they got in touch with me and we're going to do a a southern sayings line that's coming out november 15th and there's going to be levels of it too because um the the hand stitch ones are obviously a little bit more expensive and i want everybody to have a chance so we've got a cotton regular sweatshirt version as well coming with the machine they got a machine, machine stitch situation going so it should be really exciting i'm super excited about it but sayings like bless your heart Maybe Mike could and all y'all, those kinds of things. We'll see what we end up with on those, but that'll be out in November right in time for the holidays and for Christmas. So that I'm, I'm really excited about that. Just cause I want them myself. <laughs> 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 like I want the sweater. So <laughs> even if none of y'all buy them, I'm going to buy them. They're going to be great.
1: That's so great. Yeah. Just in time for Christmas gifts. Um, Which I mean, I'm already I'm working on actually your the computer here is propped up on like a Christmas project. I'm working on right now because I just can't, yeah, I perfect. can't like um, wait past Halloween sure. Thanksgiving. I have to skip
0: it all. I'm sorry. Not that's the thing we're good at down here. Like worrying about the next thing. Like we got this taken care of, go ahead and start worrying about the very next thing, you know, and that's what yeah. we're doing. Oh, and that is another thing that's coming up. I've got, I'm going to on November 1st, we're going to launch this n- working with a new platform called fan fan bases and they offer like cameo offers you can buy personalized videos fan bases will offer like in-person experiences or like maybe i could zoom in and do some recipes with y'all for thanksgiving that kind of a situation you know you can suggest the topic for the for the account we're going to rotate through the options and stuff but that'll be exciting because i like to actually interact with the people it's more fun that way for me so exciting things coming up amazing
1: amazing Okay, that um, you're on Cameo already. So if people want to send in, you know, requests for for birthday messages, celebratory messages, you're on there. And then you're obviously on Instagram, TikTok, Landon Talks. And then you talk a lot more on YouTube.
0: Yes, where Landon talks a lot on YouTube. I felt so clever about that. So that was really fun. I was like, this is just so good. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, YouTubers is longer. And then TikTok and Instagram and Facebook as well. I finally started putting them on Facebook. And um, I think that's all. All of the platforms. There's threads, but I haven't really done much on threads. Threads People? lately. We started and then we crashed. But maybe one day that'll come back up.
1: It's literally a thread. Like hanging by a thread. No one. I don't know if. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be like, you know, like how Twitter was however many years ago. And it was like a feed and then people are on there now. Well,
0: they're going to merge them all, apparently, like Facebook and Instagram and threads, or at least Instagram and threads are going to merge eventually, I read. But I don't know if that's true or not, but that makes sense a little bit to me. So we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Who knows? Mm.
1: Future's bright. Future's bright. Well, Landon, this was so much fun. Thank you for coming on the show, sharing more about your background and everybody go follow Landon Talks. It's a good time. Escape from the rest of the world, whatever else is going on and go watch a funny video about Southern Coptic culture.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: It's the Libby Show. Libby Show. It's the living show. It's the living show.